you who are about to experience the corpse cast, we would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 329 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Steve. Steve, how's it going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's raining. It's And it's kind of an unusual rain for Utah. Well, it's late, number one. Yeah. Number yeah. two, I feel like, I mean, okay, so bear with me. I have a whole thing. Okay? Uh-oh. Oh, shit. So a lot of people were complaining last fall. Right. About the fact that it got it was still warm, like really late in here. Yeah. yeah I feel people- like the seasons are just, I feel like they're just kind of, Change, like shifting. shifting. You mean like oh, our like our axis or our, you mean, our? I mean, global warming or climate change? Maybe. Cl- yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah. O- I'm okay, okay with okay. that. You're not afraid of that. I didn't do shit about it. Okay. To it, right, I didn't right. do anything to it. It's not man-made. <laughs> All you people are a bunch of uh, uh, people who want to uh, go ahead and and live in the new world order, and that's how they control us. So up your guys. <laughs> All right, Steve. All right, yeah. So this episode, um, we're getting we we we. It's funny because we chose two we we chose two movies, and then one of the movies were like nah, and then we pulled in another one, and it turns out that it that both the movies we ended up with. Both from 1982, both ghosts messing with the family. We got Poltergeist from 1982 and The Entity from 1982. Absolutely. And Wild. But yeah, yeah that, that well, works out. I, I was just thinking, I was sitting there, you know, um, going, you know, the, the the movie we were thinking about doing is a good movie. It's good. I don't want to do it. We're going to probably know. do it eventually. Yeah. Absolutely, without a doubt. It, it, it must be done. But I was thinking, you know, it'd be cool. To like the juxtaposition of two different movies the same year that kind of um because I re- I'm a firm believer that uh stu- well studios compete. Oh, dude, you remember you like know. in the '90s you had Armageddon, then you had Deep Impact, right, right, and right, you, right. Yeah, you had all that. So yes. I, li- I like to uh, I like to like take a look at you know these competing movies, and these are I think really amazing movies that came out the same year, and they're they're similar, different. You know, and they're a, kind of the same as their ghost, you know, in the house, you know, type of thing, terrorizing family. Mm-hmm. And, but their approaches to them is so no, different. No, absolutely. From each other. They they don't yeah. look like it. Well, I mean, we'll talk about this later. Yeah. But they don't look like each other. They're filmed a different way. One, absolutely. One is more, you know, well, anyway, we'll get into it later. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention that I'm pretty excited today because um, the season five of The Last Drive In is beginning. In less than one hour, as we sit here, oh and record. shit! I'm pretty pumped for that. Yeah. So we already got all our treats. So we're on a time limit. Is what you're saying? No. Oh, well, okay. No. Okay. Of course not. Are you recording? No. It? No. Are you recording? Because because we'd be 45. Oh, no, okay. no, no, no. Okay. I don't record it, but it'll be on stream. It's on. It's streaming it's on digitally. Shutter. Yeah. And then, but it'll be you can you can rewatch or you can now, let me stream ask, them on Sunday. Let me ask you: you want you're you're a big football guy or sports in general? Fo- football, football is the know, number yeah, one. Yeah. Now, can you? Not watch a football game, record it, and then come back later and watch it after it's all been played. I can for teams that aren't BYU. 
Okay. BYU, I have to be there, and I have to be. You have to be in it for right. both basketball right. and football. Okay. So yeah, no, I can't. No, because I mean, it's it has nothing to do with the spoilers, but it feels like you're going through these emotions. But when it's not live, you feel like it's already done. So I don't know; it's right. just not the same. So I'd rather just look at the score, you know. Okay, all right. And all right. then be like, oh, if we win, I'll be like, okay, I'll watch it, knowing we win. <laughs> but if we lose, I'm like, screw that game. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my heart broken. If I'm getting my heart broken, it's going to be in real time. So. Now, have you ever, have you been, ever been a function and games going on, and you're like. You're watching it, but you're you're supposed to be paying attention to whatever. You're like, say you're in, like, I don't know, church, dude, <laughs> dude. So, two years, like two Octobers ago, yeah, I went to L.A. took my daughter to a concert, her right. favorite band in the world, Palais Royale. Oh, I remember, I remember this. So we yeah. went to that, and yeah. we're there, and BYU is playing Utah State. Okay. So what I did is I, you know, some some venues you can go ahead and pay a little extra to get a table. Right, that, you know that's overlooking the stage or whatever. And my daughter had a had a hurt knee at the time, so she was in a brace. Mm. And I'm thinking, okay, cool. Well, I can pretend it's for this in the brace, <laughs> but also I can put my phone down and watch the whole game. So it's funny though because it turns out that on their Instagram page, they had took tons of pictures. There was one point when the lead singer was behind everybody up on the up on the balcony and all this stuff, right? Seeing everybody's turned around. I didn't even notice. I'm watching the game on my phone, and there's a picture of this big, bald guy <laughs> looking back while everybody's looking back at the thing. I'm the only person's face you can see because I'm watching my game. Right, right. And I sat there. The two security guards were right there, and they kept asking what's going on. And I'd check other scores while I'm there, too. Because but... you're an Aggie. No. Right, aren't you? Didn't you go to, U- you to Utah State? No, I went to the U. U- I went to that. Oh, okay, that, okay. The okay. Utes, the uh, pukes. Bro. You know what? I just noticed something. What? You trimmed your beard. Yeah, I did. A yep. lot. Yeah, I, so I'll do this every once in a while. I've you, done it. You brought it down. I almost didn't recognize you. No, you shut up. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, I, I trimmed it pretty good because, you know what, it's just like, you know, since I get married, this is probably the second time I've now, done do it. Do you do it or do you, do you have somebody do it for you? Do you, do you oh, I go to the go goat. To barber? I go to the, the goat, the greatest of all time barbers, man. What's that? It's the goat of barbers. It's, oh, that's... It's is, called, is it it's the, called goat? the goat. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so. I... I, I, I yeah. I'm like it's the goat. I never know anymore. I mean, are right, they are they the greatest of all time? Or are they called the greatest? Okay, of all time? so they're, are they're they named the greatest of all time, but I'm right. not going to lie to you. It's the only place I've ever got my beard trimmed ever. Okay, so I don't I don't know how they stack up, but they always seem to do a decent job. So. <laughs> Anyhow, nice. so um, let's see, what do we got? Uh, um, like this is a big weekend to go see some movies, though. I mean, Evil Dead Rise come out this weekend. Yeah, yeah. It came out already, and we're going to go see Renfield tomorrow. I'm going to take the kids. I've heard good things. Stuff. I have to. Yeah. Plus, I love Nick Cage. Right, who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's weird that he went through kind of a... So he was cool, kind of went through a phase where everyone just thought he stunk, and then he started coming out. And he's in a renaissance. He's, you know, he started with movies like Nick Mandy. Cage has always been cool. Well, okay, but the thing is, we got... Well, okay. I'm not saying what I think. I'm saying so. You got after Con Air, after Face Off. Con Air is the greatest movie of I all time. I love it, dude. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Then you got. I mean, then you got like when he went through a weird thing. He was in like a movie called Knowing and some Christian movies and all sorts of weird stuff. He had this little thing, but he can't, he busted out of it. And now he's on top of his game again. Right. Right. And he's not like he's not like well I trust two men. And one is me, and the other ain't you. <laughs> I can't remember if that's how it goes in Con Air, but right, that, that right. What's your favorite? What's your favorite Nick Cage movie right now? Right now, it would have to be Mandy. But of all Mandy. time, okay, yeah. okay. Of I still need to watch though. that. Yeah, of I, all time, a time might be Con Air though. 
Conan okay, Hera. It's a, it's Conan is so good. Her face yeah. off was good. I'm Castor Troy. You know? Yeah, 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 stuff, yeah. So. I um, you know, um, I think my favorite is uh, still and always will be Valley Girl. I don't know if I've even seen that. Oh, that's like it. it it's it's his first like, like when he's the you know the star because he was in Fast Times. Well, and he was oh yeah. Where, you know, where does it where does it line up to be? Um, um, it's right after Fast Times. Well, okay, so yeah. it's before. What's that one where like Raising Arizona? Okay. Yeah, it's before everything. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, except for Fast Times, mm-hmm. you know. And he talks. I've heard him talk about why he changed his name from Coppola. Yeah, you know, to Cage uh-huh. is because people on on the Fast Times set would just like give him shit like, oh, it smells like Nicholas. I love the smell of Nicholas in the morning or something right, like right, you, know, right, you know, right, of course, all the Coppola, you know, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He's like, Plus, screw this! I don't want, I don't want the nepotism. Right, right, right. But still, he's, you know, Nicholas Coppola. You know, come well, on. sure. Yeah. Who cares? We we just watched, uh, we just watched Drive Angry again. Oh, my I didn't see that. Oh my gosh, it's so good. You gotta right. watch it. It's silly, but it's amazing. Yeah, did you, you see the unbearable weight of massive talent? Bro, I loved that movie. So I brought good. the Blu-ray. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's how much. Pedro I Pascal. Dude, yeah, both. Well, that meme now that's everywhere, right? Right. No, it, no, I love that movie. I've watched it three times, I think. It's only been out for a little while. You know, um, I really, to be honest, I didn't really know of Pedro Pascal before Game of Thrones. I didn't either. In yeah. fact, I thought that was the first thing he ever did, because it's the first thing I ever saw him in. No, he, he'd done some other things, you know, but here here and there. He was in Buffy. Yeah. When he was very young. Yeah. But, yeah, then when he was in Game of Thrones, and that scene when he gets... <laughs> You know, like yeah. his face squished yeah. in his eye. Yeah, it you was know. gnarly. Yeah, the, what, the mountain, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just take him out. And like, I was pissed off because I mean, he because yeah. he, he was doing well on the mountain for all. I'm like, no right, way, right, bro. Right, right. But yeah, I mean, well, you know, you know, see, it goes to show you don't want to be a showboat in the ring. You know, you gotta, you know, yeah. Well, yeah, get yeah, your yeah, eyes. Okay. I'll remember there. that next time I get in a brawl. Okay. <laughs> so. Anyway, uh, why don't we do this? Um, we're gonna go ahead and play a trailer. We're gonna talk about the entity first. Cool. Yes, the entity. I'm super pumped. I bet you are. Oh, yeah. All right, we'll be right back. I've always believed that there were several planes of existence. And we as human beings inhabit only one. What happened to you guys last night anyway? I was attacked. Is this the first time something like this has ever happened? No. Things have come to me in the night. Why do I see and feel these things? Some things are more terrible than other things. And he felt like a man? Big man. But when my son came in, there was nobody there. He evaporated. That's classic poltergeist activity. You know, there was a time when people believed in the supernatural. These ghosts and demons were only ideas, but people saw them. You think I'm insane? First, we have to find out what the problem is. In the meantime, I'll be dead. He's stronger than you are. He'll kill me if he has to. Isn't it possible that some entity has crossed into our plane of existence? There was somebody there. I couldn't see him with my eyes, but there was somebody there. He's in the room! Will you appear to us now? Get out of here! 
It's my decision. What, to stay sick? To stay alive. Okay, we're back. This is Steve. We're talking about 1982's The Entity, uh, which is an uh, American supernatural horror movie directed by Sidney J. Fury and written by Frank De, uh, f- what Filetta? F- Filetta? F- Filetta? I have no idea. Yeah, who wrote the book? So yeah, he did. The, he yep, wrote uh-huh. the book mm-hmm. and uh, did the screenplay. So cool. that, I always feel better about a movie when it, the screenplay is done by uh, from a book. You know that, that doesn't you know, really yeah. happen. It's the same guy a lot. You know the guy right, who wrote. Right, I mean, sometimes right. you'll have the guy who um, wrote the novel, like consulting on it or mm-hmm. whatever, but not. But this guy's just the guy. Right. He, he's, he's, the guy. he's the guy. So, um, you know, I, I haven't I haven't read the book, to be honest. So no. um, I'd be curious. Well, why? Uh, the movie's out. Right, Just right, right. <laughs> Who adapted from a nineteen uh, his 1978 novel of the same name. The film stars Barbara Hershey as a single mother in Los Angeles who is raped and tormented by an invisible assailant. We're going to say that word a lot. I feel assailant? Like. No, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, for first off, something you know, one thing that ha- I don't know if this happens to you, but mm-hmm. happens to me when we do this. I'm like, oh, who's Sidney J. Fury? You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. you know, fascinated, curious, you know. And so I don't know. It's like, huh? Okay. So I'm looking up him. He's got a shit ton of work that he's done. Uh, born in '33, he's got like you know, he's Canadian. We won't hold that against him. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, you know, you, you start looking at the filmography and it's like, holy balls. Wow. And he, he's got a lot of uh, movies that are <laughs> geared in one. And um, I, I thought I'd look at uh, one that would be interesting. Can I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and guess. The Leather Boys? Holy fuck. <laughs> I knew it. I saw that. I was like, no yeah, way. Did yeah, he the, just leather boys. A leather boys. The, the, the Leather Boys. The Leather Boys. You know, so I'm like, okay, uh, Leather Boys. I've never heard about this one. You know, so I'm like, okay, what's the Leather Boys? And so I'm reading about the Leather Boys, right? And the first thing it says is an example of Britain, uh, British kitchen sink realism, uh, which is a term I've never heard before. I've never heard that either. Right, right. So let me let's go there. Let's go uh-huh. kitchen sink realism, okay. right? What sure. the what the fuck is that? No. Okay, okay. We don't it, get it a lot in horror. No, no, not at all. <laughs> so uh, kitchen sink realism is a British cultural movement that developed in the late fifties and sixties in theater, art, and novels, film, and television plays, where whose protagonists usually could be described as angry young men i'm doing the quotation yeah yeah angry young men who is uh who were disillusioned with modern society it used the style of social realism which don't don't get, get excited now when i said social realism yeah, it's, I'm it's be, not I'm political, about to, I'm about it's not to political. okay okay <laughs> a, which, which uh d- depicted uh domestic situations of working class Britons living in a cramped rented accommodation and spending uh, uh, their off hours drinking in grimy pubs to explore controversial social and political issues ranging from abortion to homelessness. The harsh, realistic style uh, contrasted sharply with the escapism of the previous generation's so-called 
well-made plays. So here, so that sounds yeah. like this. That sounds yeah. like we were so happy we got our hair metal right. Right. And then right. all of a sudden, right. everyone gets sad, and we have grunge. Which don't get me wrong, I like the grunge and all that stuff. The man, they were bummed. They bummed me out. Who? You know, the grunge bands. They're like, oh, well, we're they're sad. all they're nihilistic for sure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like so you had this, but those movies sound freaking odd. That they don't sound like they have anything for me. Like what? I'm not interested. Oh, oh yeah. Because guess no, why? I, I don't. Them. I don't need to see some other guy's political and social abuse. <laughs> I don't give a. Fudge. But drinking, they're drinking, and, and that's fine. So now here's the thing. Do you remember? And he did a movie called Ba 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 The Young Ones, 1961, The Young Ones, which that turn, of, is that turned into a uh, series, which is one of my favorite. I remember watching. But that's it again funny. That's MTV, a comedy, though, right? Which I think you, you could consider as a. Rich and kitchen seek. Okay, because the, the way you did, because no, I understand that they're, yeah. they're kind of the I don't know. Do you call it the lower crust? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just yeah, like every collar. every day, like whatever yeah. blue collar, yeah. and it's like no, but that's that's a comedy though. But you're right, talking right. about drama with right. angry people in yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, man, show me some. By the way, I already know what we're doing next time because yeah. even though we already did a 80s booby movies, but we're gonna do something. We shouldn't. Oh my gosh. I'm just gonna tell. You, this is the okay. worst thing I've probably right. ever. Said I, I've never that. heard this before. So yeah, have I heard that we we have not discussed this? No. So you're gonna spring it on me? Give it to me. No, Give it to maybe me. we should do. I was gonna yeah. say we should have done it with the entity. It's called the, was it the invisible, the invisible something? But it's basically a sex point. It's like a sex comedy with an like a ghost who goes around. And, well, like in and Ghostbusters like, when uh, Ackway gets a blowjob, kind of like right, that. Right, right. But I'm like, we should we should have paired this up with the entity because they're both fun, probably. Uh, non-consensual <laughs> sexual, you know, so, so Interesting. I, I take it okay. back. I take okay. that over. All right. All right. No. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> no, but, but the dude also had movies like Swingers Paradise, right. Naked Runner, right. A Night of the Juggler, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Which I've never seen any of Now, later on, he went and did Iron Eagle. Uh, what, it, Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And what? Superman 4? The Quest for Peace. Yeah. 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 By Which, the way, sleeper. the only real Superman has been Christopher Reeves. Everybody else... Sorry, what's the, I like? I kind of like the 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 guy who does it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Henry, right, he, he does Henry The Witcher, Cavill. right? Yes, he, The uh, Witcher. He's fucking awesome. I've never, you know, I, I've always gotten bored of The Witcher. I, no, I, I never. Love it. I love it. But you know, yeah. he, you know, his first movie was, um, I think, Hellraiser seven or eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, was, I okay. can't remember which one. You're about. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doesn't he wear like a leather jacket and he's the bad boy or Is something? Is he a leather boy? No, I, I I'm trying to remember. I don't what remember. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he it was really stupid. He strikes me as somebody who'd be stunning in a white t-shirt. You throw out the whole movie. <laughs> Probably. Do you know uh, what's his name? Lance Henriksen was in that one too. So I, right, so it's right. Just a, it was just a. Weird That's one. right. He isn't he the millionaire or something? Yeah, that brings everybody to his place. Right, yeah. right, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, uh, directed by Henry uh, Sidney J. Fury, who's done a whole bunch of stuff. Um, okay, da 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 da. Now, this is starring Barbara Hershey. Yeah, yeah, Barbara Hershey. Ah, she's a brick Smoking house. Hot. Smoking hot. This was put out by, what, Fox? Did Fox do this one? I don't know. I believe 20th I Century. Really... Yeah, 20th Century Fox. Release date, September 30, 1982. Now, I think this is important. September 30, 1982. Um, and it's 125 minutes English. Now, the budget. It mm, is? Yeah. The budget, $9 Um. Box office thirteen point three. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, it made some money. Mm-hmm. It made some money. Also cast was uh, Ron Silver, Time Cop. Oh yeah, you, you he's the so bad guy in top, he, Time Cop. He is in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. A whole bunch and of stuff. And I totally Rest recognize him from this, but yeah. I'm just yeah. like, he's your boy. He, he's your guy. 
I'm just like, what is he in? And yeah. it's like I went and looked. I'm like, I've seen him a million times, but it's like yeah. I don't know. He Ron seems Sa- like I should recognize more stuff. So he 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 used to be Democrat, and then he, oh yeah, and then he converted. Oh, he, he changed his brains. ways. Yeah, and became like a, a total supporter of of Bush Jr. Ew, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. before he died, yeah, it was said that he the last thing he said on his deathbed, he voted for Obama. Look it up. What? Okay, so what? <laughs> he was like, I voted for Obama. Now I want to die because no. leave the world no, it was in cancer. ruins. It was cancer. Yeah. yeah. All right, and then uh, Ron Silver, who's just does an outstanding job. But anyway, and then a whole bunch of other people. Um, yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about the entity, shall we? Oh, starts out single woman working uh, as uh, f- children, right? Mm-hmm. Um, comes home, boom! Right off the right yeah, out right. the bat, right out of the bat is attacked. And the way that they do this, like first, like vicious attack scene, you can't really see her assailant. You know, she gets hit, tur- you know, pillow over the face, smacked, raped, boom! You know, rough. And then gets out, and then her kids come running in, checking, can't find anybody. The window's closed. Right. You know, and they, they get the fuck out of Dodge. You know, they get out of there, right? Mm-hmm. And so at this point, you just like, what happened? Is there anybody there? Was, what, you know, what, you know, mm-hmm. what exactly? And I really liked that it came right out of the gate. You know, the, the build up, what does she come say hi to her? You know, kind of talk to her kid about not doing the dishes or something like that. You know, right. whatever. But boom, right into the action uh-huh. within yep. the, you know. And then they go to her friend's house and, you know. The thing I really love about this movie is it really, I think, takes a good hard look of women who are going, who have been sexually assaulted. And who can they trust? Who can they go to? Mm-hmm. Be it a real individual or an entity, a ghost, a spirit, an apparition, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, mm-hmm. you know, uh, um, you know, getting people to believe, you know, and everybody's got advice, but it's like they're not in her situation. And she's like just delving her sanity is getting well, you know, through this whole process is getting worse and worse and worse. So, th- I mean, okay, so let's, I think yeah. this movie, remember last time when you're trying to find some kind of, oh, this is the. Right, 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 that. sure. No, but the thing is, this one, I'm like, okay, because, I mean, yeah, it's based off a real story that mm-hmm. didn't really have any political whatever. It's just, you know. Right, right. But, right. I mean, but but basically the movie is her continuing to, to, um, to, to get sexually assaulted to the point where it's like, she's just like, I'm done. Just, I'm going to let him do it. I, I'm tired of getting hurt. I'm tired of putting right, my children right, right, in right. danger. But the thing is, is I think a lot, I think some of the best, or some of the, like Ron Silver pissed me off, right? Because it's like, he was so good at being the guy who like, like just did not believe her and would not, ha- and had the worst set, like he he has no empathy. He has, you know. Right, as a therapist. Like that. Yeah, and, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, bro, I get, I understand, but. You don't need to just be blowing up her face. Oh no, you're you're kind of a fucking idiot. And right, this is right, fake. Right, right, right. No, no, work with her, do whatever. And then <clears throat> also, um, um, her friend's husband, who didn't give a shit about that. Oh, that family. guy's a dirtbag. Yeah, and, uh, every guy in this movie sucks. That, that's <laughs> so. So if you were going to bring out the fact that it's like yes, females uh, being vulnerable, looking for help, it's you know, and still it, it's all there. That, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I, I will buy that with this. Yeah, one. absolutely. I, I will buy that with yeah. this. One. Be, and but so, but this, not, not from uh, not from uh, the, the what was it? Uh, uh, Killbots. Oh, you're still holding on to that. No, I'll kill you're you. You're still for that holding one. on to that. Destroy yeah. you. 
Yeah, the destruction of America. You oh, know, bull crap. Reaganomics failing. You know, uh, what? Okay. Bring him back. Yeah. Let the uh, poor suffer. <laughs> Am I triggering you? No, <laughs> Needing a safe space. <laughs> so this is based off of the, you know, like, uh, you know, loosely based off a real story of Doris Blyther. Mm-hmm. Now, Doris this lived in Culver City with her four children. Where's Culver City? California. California. Uh-huh. I don't yeah, know down exactly in Southern California. You know, in this house, in you know. Uh, and she went seeking uh, psychological treatment, you know, help. She was going through this. She was claimed to being raped by, you know, not sure. one, but multiple, three, three, three entities. And they even brought that right. up a little bit in the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. And um, what she had three uh, sons, like uh, 16, 14, 10, and a, and a younger daughter. Mm. Horrible relationship with their kids, especially your sons. Lived in this house, right? And ev- evidently, as the story goes, um, a, a a a Latin woman showed up to the house one day and like saying this house is haunted, it's terrible, you need to leave, blah blah blah, get your family, mm-hmm. you know. That sounds then, just like a movie, right? I mean, and that, that does sound like oh, you, you oh, have the ethnic person absolutely. who has old fashioned values coming right. into right. the right, right, interesting, but then never heard from again, gone, and that's when shit started happening All after right. that. Now, when um her doctor came and saw her, then real life. Um, the house had been condemned twice. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was just in shambles. It was a shit. I wonder if there was like a, what do you call that, uh, carbon monoxide leak, and yeah. it was crazy. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But she was claiming this was going on. Then they did have students from the university come check things out. They did see some orbs and stuff, and there was oh, some yeah? speculation of, is this like f- photographic, you know, is, it, is there something wrong with the photography? Right, right. You know, because... Uh, one thing that I loved about the movie, where the uh, therapists are calling the uh, uh, paranormal therapists, the ther- paranormal people, kooks. Yeah, right. <laughs> you yeah, know, right. It's like, well, uh, you guys are like, <laughs> like in psychology, which a lot of people would call you kooks. Yeah, so it's like, the kooks calling the kooks, yeah, other kooks, kooks. Yeah. It's like, you only suck just a little bit less. Than, right. You know, my favorite part, I think one of my favorite parts of the movie was when they come in and they actually are like, wow. We saw that. What's going right. on? The look right. on Barbara Hershey's face when oh. she turns out just of, of like, oh my, somebody believes me. I wouldn't. I don't know if it's a relief or whatever, but it's right, like, right. just like, thank you, yeah. Kevin. She put in a heck of a performance, you know, because she, I mean, she didn't hold back. I mean, I mean, there was there was some nudity of her. There was some nudity, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the like the boobies being touched. I know that now, was fake and applied, right, and right, right. But it's like she her performance in this. I did, like you said it was 125 minutes. I was like, no way, right? right. Because you typically in a movie doesn't matter the genre. Um, two hours, I'm like, bro, I'm come on, let's do this. But no, I didn't. This didn't. Uh, this didn't strike me as being overly long. And really, it's not. There's not like a ton of mythos. It's just like this lady gets whatever, right? Right. And all of a sudden, all this shit happens. Type of thing. Right. I, I'm surprised to hear it was so long. Yeah, and I believe Stan Winston did the the effects. Yeah, it was yeah, good. And there's one part when she is being raped, and her her dickhead boyfriend is like standing there. Yeah, right. You know? And um, you could kind of tell that it's a yeah. body, you know. Yeah, but, but still, but again, you, you have know, to realize that this was made 82. before the days right. of HD, right. you know, whatever. Absolutely. So it's like, absolutely now. Um, this movie is just goes on a roller coaster ride. Yeah. I feel it's awesome. It's I think it's one of the top uh, ghost haunting movies. You know, and it, I think yeah, it takes it to not such a I want dark to watch place. A lot, though. No, it, it takes is not it, a fun one. No, it takes it to such a dark place. Yeah. You know, well, it it reminds me, and I probably bring this up a lot. It reminds me of 
of uh, like I spit on your grave. Again. No, I feel like I brought that up before. How she has to degrade right, herself to, right, to get right. her revenge. She's just like she's been through it so much that she's just like, give me your best shot. I'm not going to fight you anymore. Yeah, type of thing yeah. because you know what? It's easier for me to take that than continually getting beat up and fighting back and putting my family in danger. Yeah, I'm just like, no, that sucks, bro. Don't absolutely. You know, you know and um, was it? Oh. You know, like you said, she she's in the bookstore, some bookstore looking at paranormal, and uh-huh. she hears these guys talking about stuff, and she's like, oh, I've got all these things happening. They're like, yeah, whatever, lady. Right. And the next thing you know, they're in her room with cameras. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, generally when there's a movie with two guys and a bunch of cameras in a bed with one chick, <laughs> I think something else is going on. Yeah, but, but typically <laughs> we don't see the guys behind the camera. <laughs> but I, definitely my favorite scene is when um, – She's talking to a group of therapists and she leaves. And it's like everybody is smoking in in the doctor's office. Dude, like, you know what's wild? <laughs> so like full cigars, pipes. Dude, <laughs> the the smoke is so thick. My wife, my wife's a little bit younger than me, right? She did not believe me that when I was in high school <laughs> yeah. that there was a smoking and non-smoking section oh, in true. the restaurants. Because yeah. I mean, I worked for this Mexican restaurant. I was like, whatever. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, that, that was just everybody smoked. And everybody I remember when you could smoke in the theater. Yeah, dude, yeah. isn't that wild? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it's like, no, but you see these guys in a hospital smoking, right? You know, like in like, Jaws. Yeah, you know, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> There's the like, scene when the when the doctor and the mayor are talking to the yes. chief Brody in Jaws. You know, and it's like <laughs> they're smoking in the hospital. Well, uh, you know, I think it was, uh, you know, the the you know what what, what do you say? Like a, a a motor from a boat or something. Yeah, it, yeah. it wasn't a shark. You know. Sure. Now the entity is. Awesome. I think it is uh, 68% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh-huh. which I think just really does not give it credit, um, especially for Barbara like, Hershey's well, I feel performance. Like, oh, no, and I agree with you, but I feel like the reason, because uh, Poltergeist, I don't know, I didn't check out the numbers, but it is a huge classic. Everyone loves it, and I got a fun story about that later, but I feel like it was easier to digest. I feel like whatever. I feel like Entity... Didn't I mean it's a classic? People love it, right? Right. But the thing is, I bet it wasn't as popular as Poltergeist because of the um, the realism. It's like it looked like almost. I mean, you go the cop shop, the uh, not the cop, the uh, like the hospital where there. It's filmed. It looks kind of like uh, like a like a hospital like drama, right? You know, right. it's like that. Doesn't yeah. have a ton of. I mean, it has like lights here and there, and it's got like the invisible guy, but it doesn't have like the wondrous. Right, you know, right. Okay. Uh, but the thing is, too, it is so much of a bummer that you're not you're not gonna be like, bro. I just saw this movie, The Entity. Uh, you know, without being a creep, ah, let's go watch it. It was so, it was, you know, so cool. No, right. I don't oh, know, absolutely. Man, you know, I definitely got feelings of The Exorcist and Amityville Horror. Yeah, film. right. Yeah, you know, especially The Exorcist of you know when um, uh, Reagan's mom, um, I'm blanking, uh, is going around trying to find help for her daughter right. for, for Reagan. Nobody's believing. Well, it, of course, you yeah. know. Uh-huh. Um, I'm glad they didn't go the church route on the entity where she goes to some priest and you know does that thing. Um, you know, the ending, I felt kind of cheesy. Um, you know, the well, whole okay. Gym so how thing. do you how do you um, the whole what thing the, in the gym? You know, with gotcha. the recreation of the you know, yeah. I don't want to give too much away, but yeah. I just thought the end was kind of cheesy. And the very end, I'm just like. Really? Well, what do you what do you how are you supposed to end that? You know, you I, don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It Good didn't question. stop there. You know? Right, right. It, it continued in, right. Their, in real life. You know, no, because I mean, she moved to Texas, yeah. and uh, uh, Doris, you know, the real individual Doris Blyther went moved to Texas. She moved away, and it, 
Followed it her. continued. And she died in 95 of cardiac arrest. You know, she kind of disappeared off the what map. A, and, what you a know. life, man. Oh, man. Would nobody believe in you? Yeah. You know, can you imagine? You can't prove it. Right. I mean, if it, if it were an, like a rape of a physical male, you know, you might have something of like a skin or sperm or, or you know, or right. some type of blood or something that's DNA that you could draw from. Right. How are you going to draw from that? Nope. You know? You're not. And so yeah. how can you get anybody? You know, it's one thing to be haunted and getting people to believe you, but then like, crossing over to where you're being physically assaulted you know to the point of being you know raped like that right you know um, the, the bottom line is that this wasn't exploitative this wasn't like no, oh i mean not even even in uh, uh i spit on your grave oh, i don't know why i always go to that movie but yeah that there was some exploitation in that there I was some so. hey look there's yeah, yeah. look at how naked and hot she is while you know blah blah, blah. Also, right. not in this one i mean yeah i mean you saw her naked and she's beautiful but the thing is, is she's they, they were thinking about What's Forrest Gump's mom's name again? Sally Fields. Oh, right, and, uh, right, right. And Barbarella, Joan Fonda, Jane, Jane, Jane Fonda. Fonda. Mm-hmm. Um, they were gonna have they were gonna have them play the part. Oh, but, really? But it's like I think Barbara Hershey is like is better because just her. Right. She looks more like normal. Is that weird to say? Kind of just more like I'm not saying she just she's not as absolutely stunning as these two in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. But she's not, I mean, she's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Oh, and a but great rack. Is, <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> no, but the thing is, her and the way her face moved, the way that her body language, all this stuff was perfect. Right. I don't think it was exploitative. I liked it. I mean, I, I didn't say I like it. I, I mean... That's, that's it's hard to one. say yeah. that you like this one because it was it's a good rough. movie. Now, other things I want to talk about. I think the, the filming, the filming of it, the mm-hmm. camera angles, is definitely Sidney Fury brings on his art you know his you know art nouveau nouveau, you know background from the 60s and 50s and 60s you know uh really bizarre unsettling angles of the camera okay you know i think that there's you know i couldn't tell you oh 63 percent of the time you know whatever Mm -hmm. but it felt like that a good portion of the movie at least i would say three quarters whatever or just off like they show you the house but it's just a little tilted, uh-huh. you know, okay. so nothing, it's always kind of unsettling, mm-hmm. you know, um, I did notice that. Mm-hmm. and I, you know, that's awesome. And then like the, um, when she's going to the therapist and she's in her car and it was a 64 fury, right. When she's driving the blue car and it just takes off, yeah, you, know, right. and she, uh-huh. you know, and I think that is a great scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's an awesome, I mean, they do it in other movies as well, Sure, but I think in this one it seemed a bit longer than other movies. I don't know. Yeah, they didn't pull back a lot of right, times, right? Like during the rapes and stuff like that. It's like, oh man, brutal. I know. It's like, it, cool. It was, okay, we can go back. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and now from a modern, you know, my lens now. Yeah. Because the last time I've seen it, I've got it on DVD. Uh huh. You know, and so it's been, well, fifteen years since I have oh, watched yeah. it. You oh, know? I haven't seen this in forever. Right. And so revisiting it, I'm like, wow. And and now you know in the in the in the age that we're in now with everything, it's like. Wow, this is rough. And like, wow, every dude in this movie is a fucking douche. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah, no. they, they tell her how to feel. They gaslight her. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they tell her that she's not, that, that what she's well, going well, let's through. Be, is, let's be yeah. honest with you. Okay, mm-hmm. so you, so, okay, so how difficult would it be? I mean, not as a douchebag yeah. therapist. Right? Yeah. Somebody comes to you and, and tells you what's going on, you know? You know, I, uh, what are you going to, how are you going to react to that? It's, it's, I'm a not difficult... a therapist. I don't know. You well, know, it's like, I hear what you're saying, though, but it's what, just, but every guy, every guy, well, she, well, she mostly, except for her kid, but he gets his ass kicked. He gets his arm broken, you know, and right. so he's in it, you know, <laughs> and even, even 
when she's at her friend's house and her friend and her husband, her douchebag husband, leave yeah, that, and like right. you know fucks up the apartment. They come back and they see the windows blown up and he's trying to deny it. Oh, you yeah, know, it was it, this it, and it, it could have been yeah. Right, right, right. It's like, dude, you just saw something you can't explain, dude. You know, so roll with it. The, and also, I think I think I just I forgot that I put this down. Couple things. Frank DeFelita did this, and he wrote Audrey Rose. By the way, oh right, yeah, so that's right, yeah. But um, to explain maybe why this didn't so do so great in the box office, Poltergeist came out the same year. In... E.T. came out the same year. Right. Do you remember E.T.? Yep. The movie oh that makes God. you cry like a butthole. I, I cried like a little I just, girl. I just wanted to say butthole me? because of Terrorvision. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's the funniest line I've ever heard. A butthole. Yeah, I did cry like a butthole in E.T. Absolutely. I will admit that. Yes. I bawled. I cried in Charlotte's Web. I don't give a shit. I will say that. What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, oh, that's one some. That's well, one course. fine pig or whatever. You know, some yeah, pig. Some pig. Yeah. But with the entity, one thing else I want to I want to talk about it. The soundtrack absolutely kills. You know, I didn't notice much of it. Oh, you kidding? That. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, I kept know. having to turn it down. Right, right. Now, um, I forget who did the soundtrack, uh, but he did Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, uh, no! Why don't I? Why isn't that right at the tip of my tongue? Christopher Young? No, he did Hellraiser. Anyway, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, he did, He did. Uh, you know, which just came out a couple years after, but he did uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, which I think it wouldn't have been, you know, I don't know, the, the, the soundtrack makes you feel dirty in this movie. You yeah. know, it is just, it, it is rough. It is raw. Well, yeah, it's, and it's very yeah. jarring, especially when the the scene you're talking yeah, about. It's yeah. like, you know shit's going down when you hear that. You know? No, yeah, absolutely. And when she gets raped in front of her kids, that is yeah. savage. That's just fucking. That, that's like, why it's difficult it, to not say in front you of like the family. Movie, you, know? <laughs> you know, it's like, I love it, but it, I don't want to admit that I love it. I just appreciate it. I'll yeah, say I'm, that. I appreciate this movie yeah, a lot. Yeah. I would say it's in like an 8.5 out of 10. Yeah. I would absolutely. Um, Barbara Hershey's, you know, is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Ron Silver, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. The Entity, fantastic. Well, okay, so why don't we do this? Um, let's go ahead and play a little uh, pre-trivia. Oh, shit. Jingo. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm, I vow to have a perfect losing streak. <laughs> Don't do that. Give yourself some credit, but we'll re- be right back to to. And I, I was going to say something, but I'm like, I don't want to get too <laughs> cocky. cocky All right, we'll be right back. Live from Salt Lake City, it's your favorite game show, Corpse Cast Trivia. All right, Steve, why don't you reach in there and grab a couple? All right, I got to say, though, I'm a little bummed. I'm a little, I'm a little bummed out. The bone phone? No bone phone. Yeah, uh, nothing. Uh-huh. It, you know, we can't have everything every time. Here, here the, th- the thing is, I'll, I'll say it again. It's yeah. like the bone phone. Yeah. I had to come up with a question. Right. Okay. Then right. I had to go online two, three times a week. Guys. You know what we could do? Guys, bone phone, here's a question. Right. And then, then people just was like, no, other people will call, and then it's just like that's too much work, bro. Here's, here, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, I'm just throwing. I just came to me right now. I'm okay. spitting ball. Okay, you know. Okay. Okay. If you hate this, whatever. <laughs> we could put it to the listeners out there. Bone phone, phone it in. Mike and I are talking about doing a top ten of boobies, boobies, best boobies in horror. I want to okay. hear the listeners. Yeah. Okay. So you put you that know what out. I mean? You put yeah. that in our group. Yeah. Put it out on the thing. 
Yeah. I'll share it. Yeah. I'll share it and stuff like that. But yeah, you get you're in charge of the I'm doing it right now. I just did it right now. I okay. Isn't this how I, you do it? Yes. 385-351-9273. Mike and I. I'm speaking for Mike right now because I, th- I, I mean, I mean, I mean, we're, we're we're right here. Yeah, yeah, we're right here. I'm, I see. That. Yeah, we're right here. You're freaking me yeah. out, bro. Okay. Look <laughs> in my eyes. No, I can't. No. <laughs> yeah. So do yeah. that. But um, what are your picks for best boobies in horror? You know what? We're gonna go over this. We're gonna do this. But obviously, number one's gonna be Debbie Sue Voorhees from Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. Well, 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 but whatever. Now you're swaying. You're you're. I'm just saying that's, that's what your, it's gonna is be. That, the- is that your pick? That's number one, bro. That's number one. Without best boobies without, in yeah. horror. Now, do you have to see them? Yes. Okay. Yeah, full on gratuitous, gratuitous boobies. The Asian like girl from uh, yeah, without Night of the demons yeah, part two. Yeah. yeah, like there's no other reason that there are boobies in this. They just threw boobies in this. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah best so boobies in, in horror. Call it in. I'm gonna make yeah. him go online and uh, remind everybody of the question of the episode. <laughs> Three eight five. Three five one nine two seven three. We want to hear from you. Let's see. Okay, so do you want to? Um, all right, on three to see who gets to to get be home team. All right, ready? Okay, okay. On, on three. On, okay, okay. Hold on. One. Hold on. One, hold on. I'm not, I'm not, that's okay. 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 One, one two, two, three. Yo, motherfucker. Yeah, okay, right, so right. I ask you first. Right, you're asking because you right. are the visiting team. I like that. Uh, <clears throat> Son of a bitch. Okay, here we go. I got my I got my flashlight out. Number one, Margaret Hamilton, the Wicked Witch of the West herself, plays a witchy housekeeper in which 1960 film? A witchy housekeeper? I knew this actually. Yeah. Um. Well, I know. I believe I know who Margaret Hamilton is. Uh huh. The Wicked Witch of Wh- the West. Yeah, the West. Yeah. Right. 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 Um. I'm blanking. I don't know. Uh, it's called Thirteen Ghosts from nineteen. Oh, Thirteen Ghosts. Yeah. Okay. You know what's yeah. funny? You know how I said I. You know how I just said I do that. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. Okay. I just realized that I was thinking of a different movie. So right. we're both good. No, you know what? Thirteen Ghosts is actually a remake that I liked. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right with yeah. Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the original's awesome. Do do you? Do, but... I would love to see kind of the the origins of those Thirteen Ghosts. You know, Ooh, just like how about yeah. how about like a series yeah. of. I don't know. Not I don't really read comics you know, that much, but like, right. I don't know if it's a you series a, or a bunch of movies or what. That'd be awesome. You could do a whole thing on the origin of thirteen. I, that's great. Nah, yeah. I, th- I mean, well, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's anyhow. Way okay. fucking cool. Okay, here we go. Okay, I get again. I'm gonna. Um, what magical book does Randolph Carter read from in? What the fuck? Uh, un, I don't even know what that is. Spell it. U N. What the fuck? <laughs> Unreadable. No. Unmatable. Unmatable. Nineteen. Unnameable. Uh, un. Unnameable. Unnameable. Oh shoot! Shit. It's uh, a Necronomicon. Yeah. Turn My- up the radio. <laughs> Motherfucker, you put me through that. You knew it the whole time. <laughs> no, you know what's so funny? No, I did. Well, it's the sheen off this car. Well, once I once and once I, I knew it was flashlight it and yeah, I knew it was the Necronomicon because the Unnameable yeah. is an H.P. Lovecraft film. Oh, and then, okay, okay, so it's all, all, right, right. all right, cool. That's a good. Start. It's it's the sheen. It's the uh, off. Of, I can I'm sure. Like, no, sure, serious. pal. I like, believe what you. What the fuck is this? You know, it's weird. I, I guess I never checked to see if you could really read before bringing me on the show. <laughs> I am dyslexic. Okay, okay, here we go. What mythical city does Aaron Boone dream of in the film Nightbreed? 
Oh, uh, uh, Gideon. Is that your final answer? Yeah. So close. Isn't it Gideon? It's Midian. Midian, motherfucker. <laughs> all right, all right, Midian. All right, you're right. Okay, yellow. Okay. What is the name of the high-rise condo community in George Romero's Land of the Dead 2005? Which, oh, shoot. Isn't that with... um? Algi Argento. Yeah. Uh, I, I have no idea, to be honest with you. Fiddler's Green. Okay, yep, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I knew that. I mean, I that sounds familiar, but yeah. I wouldn't have got it. All right, so that was orange. Yeah, okay. What do... No, that was yellow. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because, yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. My bad, my bad. What do the Flying Spheres and Phantasm 1979 contain that bore into people's heads? What, the spikes? Is that your final answer? Yeah. I'm going to say spikes, you know, or little saws or whatever, you know, and your brains go shooting out the back end, you know, yeah. It's a drill. Okay, now, it's a drill. Now, I mean, spikes, drill, I mean, because I don't know. I mean, that's yeah, a... Yeah. Well, hold on. Doesn't it change from Phantasm? I know this I, is the original. No, I was going to say, I don't, I don't remember. That's what I'm saying. I don't remember. I remember in one of them, it goes in drills and then yeah, shoots it yeah, out the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I know, late, I know later on, they have two things that go, right, like right. little knife like, things. Yeah, like Phantasm 3, I think. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'm thinking about giving that one to you. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. So, yeah. so now this is orange, right? All right, this yeah. is orange. What villainous... Mortician appears in Phantasm, nineteen seventy nine, twenty sixteen. Are you fucking kidding me? All right, the tall man. Turn up the radio. Yes, the tall man. It's true. That was well. You know what? When, that, that was because my karma for giving you that last. Yeah, one. there like, you go. Oh, oh okay. So one of my favorite lines is in Phantasm. Yeah. Look, there's a door. There might be something behind it. It's like. <laughs> Typically. <laughs> hey, Captain Obvious. <laughs> you play a good game, boy. Right, right. Okay. Classic. Now we got Red. Okay, Red, yeah. In the Twilight Zone from 1959 to 64. Yeah. Episode The Hitchhiker. Oh, fuck. Who was the hitchhiker? Okay, wait. Who was the hitchhiker non? Who was the hitchhiker nan? Are you sure you can read? Was trying to avoid. That's weird. In the in the Twilight Zone yeah. episode, the hitchhiker, who was the hitchhiker? Nan was trying to avoid. That's literally what it says. Ah, uh, death. Yep. <laughs> Turn up the radio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Was that William Shatner? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think. I don't think so. All right. Uh, we're on red, right? Yeah. Who called Elvira Keen until she tells him uh, to leave her alone in Twilight Zone, 1959-1964 episode? Night call. Um, is it? Uh, oh shoot! Oh yeah. Oh man. Rod Sterling. No. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, her husband. Who was her husband? Uh, her husband. But he was calling her, who died in a car wreck uh, that she was responsible for. Ooh, Ooh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. some that's some stuff. <laughs> do 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 do. Okay, you ready? Right. Green. 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 Blue. Green. Bluish. Oh, it is blue. All right. What is the subtitle of Evil Dead 2? The subtitle? What do you mean? Like like Hellbound Hellraiser 2. Right? Oh, oh, Evil Dead 2. The, oh, the Oh, fuck me. Um I don't know. The second one? Um 
I don't know. I forget. I totally. Yeah. 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 Evil Dead Two. It's in my brain, so I gotta look. I gotta read other things. Yeah, I'm looking around. Do you have yeah. a poster of it around here? I, I do. I don't. Because I was like, there's. I see two. There's one Army of Darkness. There's right, one right, of the right. Evil Dead thing. Yeah, I, yeah, went yeah. To. I don't know what is it. Dead by Dawn. Dead by Dawn. Yeah. Dead by Dawn. Yeah. Dead by Dawn. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I should have known this yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, you know what? At one point in time, I thought there'd be a great band name, Dead by Dawn. I think there is. That would be. It's a good band name. Yeah. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense, right? Bastards. <laughs> okay. All right. What are the spirits called that try to possess living bodies and feast on souls in Evil Dead in the Evil Dead franchise? Deadites. Turn up the radio. Well, how, how wild is it though, bro? That we're like right. like two of ours that have been the same movie twice in a row with Phantasm yeah. and this. Yeah, have you set these up? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final. What is it? Was it three uh, to two? Yeah, it's who's counting? I'm counting. <laughs> okay, three three to two. But okay, if you get this one, you're still. All right. On it. All right. What did the Lakewood slasher use to murder Eddie in the second season of TV show Scream? 2015 to 2019. Jeez, bro. Oh, I never watched the TV show. I never did know? either because it looked, it looked um, like it was a dagger. Kids. A corkscrew, but oh, okay. your guess, right. that was yeah. as good a guess as I would have gotten. Yeah. Okay. Who was the first Lakewood slasher in Scream 2015 2019 TV series? Uh, Franklin. Nope. I have no idea. I'd... Piper Shaw, daughter of Brandon James, the original killer. That was wild, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, we'll play a trailer for Poltergeist and come right back, talk about it. By the way, once again, balls in. congratulations. Well, don't congratulate me. I was trying to be a dickhead. No, would. congratulations. Right. Now, you know, that, I didn't feel like I did. I got two. So, that, you know, hey, I can, you know. That's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For losing. <laughs> we'll be right back. The house looks just like the one next to it. And the one next to that. And the one next to that. A young couple live in it. Give Ken a kiss. <laughs> you are so unlucky. With their three children. <laughs> and something more. Remember last night? Do you remember when you woke up and you said yeah. you were here? Uh-huh. Well, who did you meet? Who's here? TV people. Something's funny going on here next door. Something, uh... We were wondering if maybe you had experienced any disturbances lately. What kind of disturbances? I don't know what hovers over this house. is a frightening new threshold into a world within our own. Its form is revealed. What is it? Its focus is clear. And the games are over.
poltergeist. It knows what scares you. All right, everybody, we are back and we are talking about Poltergeist from 1982. IMDb gives us a 7.3 uh, rated PG, by the way. Um, but the thing is, it's uh, Poltergeist actually initially received an R rating. Um, but Steven Spielberg and Toby Hooper were like, yo, bro, please. Can we have a PG? Because it's Spielberg. I don't, th- yeah. I, yeah. When did PG-13 come out? Oh, I don't know, in the I 90s? I think it was, no, I don't know. I think it was with uh, one of the... Uh, Indiana Jones movies, maybe? maybe? Maybe. But no, but I don't know if it was here. Like, because I remember being able to watch PG movies with just a slight booby in it. Like, a here <laughs> and there. And you're like, oh shit, this PG, we get whatever we want. Oh my gosh, we got a boobies. What was your first rated R movie in a theater? Uh, Army of Darkness, like in 93, oh, okay. actually. Yeah. Okay. Mine, I believe it was. Yeah. I'm going to say Porky's. Porky's where she's like the, the yeah. German chicks pulling that guy's ding yeah, dong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Porky's or um, maybe Fast Times. Oh, yeah. That's you a know. good one. Yeah. Dude, you know, the the first time I ever saw Bush yeah. was in, oh, that was Revenge of the Nerds. My Revenge bad. of the Nerds. I thought it was, I got that mixed We've up got me. Bush. We've got Bush. <laughs> yes. Booger. 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 Right, right, right. All right. This was directed by Toby Hooper, who, um, as we all know, Master of Horror. Uh, he passed away August 26, 2017. Uh, rip to a master. Uh, obviously, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1 and 2, Life Force. We've already talked about Life Force on the yeah. show. Um, Mortuary, Toolbox Murders, the remake. Uh, the Mangler, he did a segment in Body Bags with John Carpenter, some Tales of the Crypt, some Freddy's Nightmares, Invaders from Mars, The Fun House. You've seen The Fun House? It's uh, wild with the... Underground, there's like this mongoloid guy who. No, I never saw that one. Yeah, okay. Salem's Lot, eaten alive with the alligator. Which Salem's Lot? The original. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh Nice. I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Uh, Written by Steven Spielberg. Uh, Seems like he had a lot of influence on some of the scenes. Um, We'll talk about that in a bit. And I do have quite a bit of uh, thing. Uh, By the way, but Steven Spielberg at this at the same time was working on. A e. movie called E.T. Yeah. That movie with the spaceman will make you cry like a butthole. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Written by also Michael Grace, 16 directorial credits. Uh, Mark Victor, uh, who basically worked on the same stuff Michael Grace, G-R-A-I-S, did. So a cool world marked for death with Steven Seagal, Poltergeist 2, and, and some other ones. But this nice. movie starred nice. Coach Craig T. Does anybody even get the Coach reference anymore? Yeah, well, yeah. Craig T. Nelson. So I, I mean, because I just realized that that was in the 90s. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but since I'm 30 years I'm, ago, I'm old balls. Right, it's like, right. Yeah, that's what me and my brothers call each other now. Bro, <laughs> old balls. We're all like in our 40s now. <laughs> now, think about this. When Craig T. Nelson did Poltergeist, I believe he was like 39 years old. Yeah. Well, he yeah, looked, I mean, he looked old, pretty good, to be honest with you. Though. Yeah, he yeah. Looked but pretty I mean, good now. When I was a kid, I thought he was like ancient. Well, really. sure. Yeah, yeah. But Joe Beth Williams, I always thought was a, a, a oh. die man. She still is. I mean, you look oh, back. Yeah. You look back at this. It's like, wow, she doesn't look old. Though. Now she and Barbara Hershey were the same age. Oh no, shit. Yeah. Um, I would say that. Uh, I Joe, think Joe, Joe Beth Williams is. 
Would, over really? Yeah, I would take her. Really, over Barbara Hershey? Okay. I like a sweet face. I yeah, like like yeah, a, yeah. I mean, she wasn't built like Hershey. Wow, is this the most sexist conversation you've ever had? <laughs> Welcome to the Corpse no, Chasm. No, it's not. Well, not with me either. I did that because people might listen. Oh my gosh, can you believe I'd be so sexist? As if it's not yeah. like, way worse. No, they're beautiful women. We appreciate that. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Joe Beth Williams is Diane Freeling. Uh, we got Dominique Dunn is is the oldest daughter. Oliver Robbins is Robbie Freely. Do you know he did? I keep wanting to watch this movie that he did. Which I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically him going to horror conventions because that's kind of his life oh. after this movie. And then like somebody stalks him and all this stuff. It's it's right, it's right. kind of a half real type right. thing. Uh, and uh, of course Zelda Rubenstein is Tangina Barons. James Karen is Mr. Lewis Teague. He was in uh, he was. The boss, right? Right. He was right, the right. real estate boss. He was in Return of the Living Dead. Yes. So you've got to, we cannot not mention that. Um, okay. So, and a bunch of other people, including a guy who rips his face off. Basically, um, we have an ideal. Yeah. An ideal nuclear American family. We got the mom and the dad and they're, it's the, it's the prime of the 80s. Everybody loved it. And, and everybody likes to bag on Reagan. But everybody was happy. Okay, you want to get in, into this? You want to go? In, in fact, he's reading a book, Reagan, the Man, yeah. the President. Yes. Well, she's smoking weed, you know, when they're smoking pot in the bedroom. Well, everybody does that. I mean, not me, <laughs> but everyone else does that. No, okay, but anyway, so you, you got this family, and they're just, you know, out there living the American dream. The dad's a successful um, real estate agent guy, and, uh, you know, the mom's a stay-at-home mom, kind of, you know, raising the children, and you know, and they're fairly well off. You know, they're putting a pool in the in the backyard and all this other stuff. Um, until one day, some weird stuff starts happening. Uh, the youngest girl, Carol Ann, starts noticing. Like, and by the way, this is something that's a blast from the past. Yeah. TV used to turn off. Oh yeah, like what? Two a.m. Yeah, I can't, yeah. I don't. I don't remember yeah, something I, like that. It, it's like all of a sudden yeah. you would hear that the national anthem, mm-hmm. and then yeah. fade to. Like the fuzzy, the black. I remember the kids that don't even know well. what that is because yeah, it's, it's like true. now it just goes blue if it's off, right? Right. Or something. I don't know yeah. what it does these days. But um, dude, I mean, it doesn't even do that because I have cable still yeah. for sports, and now it just goes to a screensaver. So right. it's like, right. what, what in the shit? How old are we? Anyway, <laughs> so uh, one day Carol ends up and in the TV turns off, and you got that fuzz and the static, and she starts talking as if there's somebody in there. And when they ask who, who is she talking to and what's going on? She looks at them and says, they're here. <laughs> anyway, one thing comes to another. They, the family starts, um, you know, when Craig T. Nelson goes to work, I'm going to always say Craig T. Nelson, our coach. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's what I know him as. And I'm, I apologize. That's just what it's going to be. Craig T. Nelson goes to work during the day at home. Um, the mom and Carol Ann are, are starting to notice that things are moving Chairs are being weird. Um, they're being moved like immediate, like like at the you know the snap of a finger into weird setups and all this stuff. And there's even one point when they would put a kid down on one part of the kitchen and it would slide across to the other. Well, this is weird. Obviously, Craig T. Nelson gets home, notices that, and it's like holy shit. Um, until one day, Carol Ann disappears. Where does she disappear? Into the closet. Was she in the closet when they looked for her? she wasn't in the closet <laughs> where they were looking for her. Turns out she went to a spectral realm, okay? And uh, the whole time they've had this uh, uh, like again, the, these people from the, the university. I've, Southern California universities must right, have a right. lot of like calls for 
for paranormal you know, research and all that it. stuff. Yeah. So. Well, it's, it's, it's all the kooks live. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I'll, buy, I'll buy that. <coughs> anyway, so they come Sorry. over and they start, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. They're actually really cool people, you know, especially the main lady. And, oh, yeah. And, you know, they have some paranormal experiences. I remember the funniest part was like, there's one dude who was like, man, we saw this thing and it moved, but, and, you know, you couldn't see it with your naked eye. And, right, right. But you saw it in time lapse and it went all the way across the thing. Craig T. Nelson looks at him, opens the door, and shit's flying yeah. around. Oh, how long? It took 17 hours yeah, exactly. for it to move six inches, you know, yeah. And he's like, no, he's just like, and so they're blown away. But these were really good people, it seemed like, you know. Yeah. They finally brought in, to to ultimately get the um, the daughter back, Tangina, who is, everybody knows who Tangina. This house is clean. <laughs> you know, you got. You got I am the, now addressing the living. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do trick what questions. Is, <laughs> what what was the one? I can't remember. Oh, anyway, she has some great lines. And like, when do you, well, I'll go in. The, you've never done it. Well, neither have you. You're right. You go. You know, all this other. It's great. This is the, the characters in this were absolutely perfect. Yeah. Long story short, um, I don't know. Do they get the kid back? Everyone knows, but I'm not going to spoil it for the one like Gen Z <laughs> listening who's never seen Poltergeist. Because there's a lot of cool stuff even after this happens. Oh yeah. Even after oh, yeah. you know, I mean, this it's funny because like I'm watching and I'm going, oh shoot, they forgot this part and this part, and I forgot that it came after. Are you talking about the, the clown thing. scene? The clown. Yeah, the, yeah. The and clown. I, I knew yeah. that the pool scene was yeah. later, and I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, the clown scene, especially. I'm like, right. What in right. the? I they skipped that one, but right. no, they did not. No, they didn't. Yeah. In the tree scene, all that it was. So, the thing is, there's so many iconic scenes in this. I there mean, you there got really the, are. The tree with the counting the thunder and the lightning. So the the tree. So I think that this is all triggered from the pool. Yeah, you know, because nothing starts until they start working on the pool. The pool is the catalyst for the ghost. Well, to wake up. well, that makes sense because I yeah. mean that's. There, I mean, I don't know. I don't. Let's not give that away either. Yeah. Because I yeah, mean, okay. I swear it's 1982, and like 99 percent of people. Just in case. Yeah. You this movie is so good. You have to watch it. So. But I mean, okay, so let's talk about iconic scenes. The Tangina whole thing with the whole, you know, it's hard to to say what that's about. But the, that whole situation, come child, go towards the light. You know, right, all right. That stuff. You've got the clown scene, which everybody remembers. Oh, you got the tree scene. God. You got yeah. the pool scene. You know, you in in it's just it's just one right after another of these iconic yeah. scenes. And uh and the the best thing at the end of the day is this is just a regular all-American family. And so when this movie starts, it really gives me a, well, and like I said, I'll talk about it. It gives me an Amblin Entertainment vibe, right? Yeah, absolutely. Kind of like Goonies or the ETs uh-huh, and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, you've got little things going on. You've got a bicker between the two neighbors. Oh, with the remote, with the the remote, remote wars. Controls, yeah. yeah. Well, the you, guys are watching football and the, the kid yeah. wants to watch Mr. Rogers. Yeah. You guys, you're, you've got the guy dri- riding his bike home with a bunch of beer and a bunch of oh, dead yeah, kids. Yeah. Awesome. Doing their RC cars and make them drop a I few. I love that and, stuff yeah, as and a kid. But that's very, like... Amblin Entertainment, yeah, right? Yeah, And then, of course, it cha- you know, I mean, we get to the scary stuff, but I don't know, man. So uh, what do you think about the movie? I love this movie. Okay. I saw this in the theater. Um, I went, uh, it was not too far from here, the drive-in in West Valley. Where was it? You know, it, there's, they're right down uh, Are you talking about the one that's still there, Redwood? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, down 3,500 South. Yeah, 3,500 yeah. South in Redwood. Yeah. Yeah, that's still there. We went last year. Yeah, yeah. so. During the uh, pandemic, they were playing uh, old school movies. Right. I used to go, I used to go, my, my uncle was a Sully cop, uh-huh. and he used to take his car home 
Okay, cool. Right. And so um, he would pack me, my cousin, who's just a couple of years old, younger than me, mm-hmm. and my dad into the car, and we'd go, and the and the folks in the driving were like, go on in. No kidding. You know, because of the cop car there, then it's like, who's going to screw around with exactly. the cop right there? That's a good point. And we'd park, and you know, he'd make sure to park right, sent in front, or, you know, right in front <coughs> so and center. So everyone could see you. You know, the, the police were there, you know. Yeah. And um, we watched it, and then I was such a dick to my younger cousin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were sleeping out on the patio. It was the summertime yeah. because when was it released in June or July of '82? Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't. I think June of '82. Okay. So it was in the summertime, and um, it scared the hell out of me. Yeah. And it scared the shit out of my cousin. Yeah. And so we were sleeping, and I woke up. And I went over and I started like saying quotes to him of the movie, you know, while he was sleeping. And he was all, Ugh. he didn't really have nightmares and shit, you know. And then I like kind of like, I just sleep. <laughs> I didn't, punk. Yeah. I, I think he was 10 and I was 12. Dude, you know? this yeah. movie is the reason why I, I, was my horror movie addiction start? Oh, dude. Because I saw this, it came out in 82, but I, yeah. I watched it on TV. So it had to have been. You know, maybe a couple of years later, a year and a half or whatever. It was, it was like, like on TV. Yeah. Which is weird because they used to play all sorts of scary movies on like network te- television. And Oh, yeah. I mean, they'd cut them, but, but it's right. like I saw, I watched a BYU basketball game and then right after that, Friday the 13th came out. Fantastic. Or came on. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, so I watched this movie on the TV, right? Yeah. And just at home. And I could not sleep. I started screaming for my dad. I'm in a bunk bed with my younger brother. He's <laughs> laughing at me. My younger brother's laughing at me. Yeah. Making fun of me. I, I totally screamed. My my dad came down. He was pissed off. I've been screaming for an hour. My my brother's laughing at me. And it was at that moment. My dad's like, shut up, or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like, holy crap. So I just started like getting like just all the scary stuff. We went to the store, and I'd be like, hey, mom, will you buy me this scary and that's it. This is the beginning of it all because it scared me so bad. And then it turned out that I loved it for some reason. And I have no idea why. I'm, I'm the same. I identified with this movie because um, I was living in California at the uh-huh. time. Oh, yeah. And so uh, even though it was in the Bay Area, it still had the vibe. I thought this was in where's Simi Valley. Simi Valley? I think uh, that's it's where, a Bay Area. Yeah. Is it okay? I is thought, it in the Bay Area? I well, I don't know. I'm trying to remember. That's where but this is Cal- a lot oh, of okay, okay. So. so it was very reminiscent to me, you know. And um I just I identified with the kids and this the effects at the time just really Dude, freaked my shit. These were these were some I mean, it was uh, it was what's his name's uh Steven Spielberg's company. Uh, light and magic, industrial light and magic, it, yeah, right, right, which was amazing. I think it must. It, I don't know if it did for sure, but these were like Ghostbusters. A couple of years later, these were some of the best things, and I, and they still to this day, yeah. it's like they're really good. But there's a feeling about them, yeah, that are just like, oh man, in awe. I feel like that this was really used kind of as a prototype for like Raiders of Lost Ark, yeah, you know, especially other, the, the face Spielberg, melting, yes. mm-hmm. you know, and the lightning and the. There's one uh, when the th- when the thunderstorm's coming in, uh-huh. you know, and the dad Craig T. Nelson's like, "Oh, you count when you, yeah, exactly. you know, you see the lightning to when you hear the thunder." Mm-hmm. And I did that as a kid. That's where I learned that as a kid. Yeah. Oh movie. yeah. Oh, cool. You know, and there's a scene when it's like from outside when the, when the little boy sees it. It's like that is like total iconic Spielberg. Yep, exactly. Now mm-hmm. I have heard that um, Toby Hooper directed, mm-hmm. but Spielberg was on set. To the so point. there's there's a lot of stuff about that. Um, let me say one right. thing before we get into yeah. that, though. Um, I did like in 1982, 
this is something that I was watching and I was like, holy shit, this is very strange. The daughter, they're, the, the workers are out there putting in the pool, right? The yeah. daughter's walking out there ogling her and they're doing whatever. Oh, and she flips, and she flips yeah. them off yeah. and the yeah. mom yeah. just laughs like, yeah. That's wild to me. Anyways, yeah, no, but okay. So there's a lot. There's a lot of that stuff that that's going on. A lot of we're like, okay, and it depends on who you ask. It sounds like, um, now, who who really directed it. I wonder what came out first, ET or or Poltergeist. I don't know which one came out, but it said that. It, but here I'm I'm looking at it. It's like Toby Hooper was on there doing this and that, and then Steven Spielberg would kind of go back and forth. The thing is, is you can tell Spielberg whether I mean whether it was hands on, whether he was doing it. Or whether it was just his influence. Right, There's a lot right. of him in this. His balls are all over this. Yes, in, which yeah, is disgusting. Yeah, Thank yeah. you for that. <laughs> but uh, uh, No, okay, but I mean, you look at Toby Hooper, yeah. uh, Alligator, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Raw. Life Force, Raw. and all this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, though, is so I went through that. I started reading about that. And it's like, okay, so Toby Hooper was like, yeah, man, I mean, he was in there and whatever, but I was given the day-to-day stuff. Tangina, like the person who played Tangina was like, Oh yeah, Toby Hooper did it. Wait, right. Is that right? Because Spielberg was under contract that he could not direct another oh, wait, movie no, no, no. while Zelda doing Zelda Rubenstein yeah. said that Stephen directed all six days she was on set, and he said Toby set up the shots. Stephen made the adjustments, and also alleged that Hooper allowed some unacceptable chemical agents into his work. And blah blah blah. That's not what I was talking about. But the thing is, so chemical but, agents. But, but you also have like, um, let's see. Also, it, it depends. It seems like there's. People have different recollections right, of it, right. and it's like some are Team Toby and some are Team Spielberg. But either way, who cares? Right? You know? No, because I have heard that both Spielberg and, and Hooper deny that he that Spielberg was directing. Yeah, but you also, you I mean, but but it's not very PC. Number one, number two, I don't know that by contract Spielberg was supposed to be. No, he was doing, not. But he was on set enough. He he could have been given an, like co-director credits, but con- I, contractually. Is that the, am I saying that right? Contractually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but I mean, yeah. but but here's another one. The first assistant cameraman John Leonetti reported that Spielberg directed the film more so than Hooper, stating Hooper was so nice, just happy to be there, creatively had input, but blah blah blah. But the thing is, plus he's getting paid, yeah, <laughs> right. And his name, I mean, just I mean, Texas Chainsaw did an amazing thing for his career, but not like Poltergeist. No, no. Um, but but I'm trying to find some of the ones that were like, yeah, Toby Hooper was the man. But uh, anyway, so but yeah. so it's still a controversy. But who cares? We got a great movie. Um, the the look and the feel of this movie is amazing. The story is amazing. Oh, I don't I don't necessarily like where it went. I mean, in in the sequels, oh, quite no, as yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with the old man, it kind of okay. got phantasmy. Yeah, a little yeah, bit exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't like those as much, but they were still okay. I, plus, uh, I get to tell them I got a pretty sweet uh, original Poltergeist. Uh, yeah, I see. Two uh, VHS tapes. So. Nice, and you got Poltergeist right there on VHS. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a redo. Oh, <laughs> that's nice, a, nice. That's, that's like a re-release. Nice, or something like that. Anyway, so no, I love this movie. Uh, absolute bone saw to me. Um, there is though a Poltergeist curse. A yes. lot of people talk about because I mean, uh, let's see. And, and the thing is, is I don't know that I think they've done like it was on uh, what was that? Uh, cursed films. It was on um, Shutter has a series called Cursed Films. Oh, okay. And so you should watch that. Yeah, Poltergeist yeah, yeah. is one of those movies. I believe. I can believe it. Yeah. But I mean, because you had Heather O'Rourke, you know, she I think she was misdiagnosed with Crohn's disease, but it was something different. And so, but you can see in part three 
the, her face is like unnaturally chubby, and it's like this right, is not right, how you right, grow. This right. so there was other issues with that stuff. She died. Uh, Dominique Dunn, the older sister, was murdered by her boyfriend in nineteen eighty two. Was it? Did he shoot her? I think he just strangled her. I'm not oh, sure exactly. Yeah. But uh, Kane, uh, Kane, the the guy from part two and three, uh, he died of stomach cancer in nineteen eighty three. Will Sampson, that big tall Native American guy, uh, died during a thing. He were the savior. So basically, boom. Right. And a lot of people too are saying there's a lot of weird shit going on on the set. Right. But in order to get into that stuff, go watch the thing. I, I didn't want to talk too much about it. I just wanted to mention it and go check it out if you want to because it's kind of a interesting thing. I love this movie. I will continue to love this movie. This is one that I've shown my children. This is one that I will show their children. And uh, anyway, love it. it. Bones off. This movie is so good. Mm-hmm. Like. It's been a while since I've seen this one also. Uh-huh. And you know, the other night, I'm sitting down to watch. I'm like, okay, cool, Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. And right from the beginning, you know, when they're doing the TV, it's like, holy shit, iconic. Yeah, exactly right. You know, iconic. You but, know. And that's like I said, there's a ton of those you know, scenes. I mean, and it's just, it took me right back. And I've seen it, you know, definitely saw it in the theater. I've seen it a bunch after, yeah. you know, rented mm-hmm. in the VHS and everything. But it's just like, took me right then. And it's like, then this scene, and then... Even like you know the the minute details of like uh, they're panning through the kitchen and the guys are working on the uh, uh, swimming pool out there and there's like a little eight inch TV or six inch TV right and Gene Shalit is on there yeah. you know from from the Today Show and it's like you know it's like these little little. The minutia, yeah. right? Well, you know, you know. I, that was just to make it seem like all that stuff is so how real. my house was. Right, oh, we had a, right. oh, we had a TV in the kitchen. Oh my gosh, it's it's yeah. four, it's four inches big, but who cares? Yeah, it's right, a TV right. in the yeah. It's know. one of those little portable ones, but this, exactly. you know, it just it goes like you're saying, awesome scene to awesome scene, yeah. and there's a bit of an entity scene with Joe Beth. You yep, know, when a little she, bit. you see her underwear, you see right? Her panties, right, right, and she gets. Which I thought was really cool because she's like rolling around on the wall on the right, scene, uh-huh. you know. And I kind of wish that they did that with Barbara Hershey. I'm kind of I'm kind of yeah. glad they didn't, but it would have been cool if well, they that did. Well, that could have also been a budgetary yeah. thing, right, I mean, right? We've seen that a bunch of times, but right. I guess we saw it in uh, I guess we saw it in the low budget Nightmare on Elm Street with Tina. Right. But anyway. but this was released before the entity, and it mm-hmm. buried. I, I'm going to say it buried. the Well, entity. that plus the movie that makes you yeah. cry like a bottle. I mean, what it would it make? Three hundred and seventy million or something I have like no that. Idea. You know, but it was like, it was ridiculous. It's insane. It was, it was number six. Nominated for three Academy Awards. Yep, yep. Didn't win. All in special effects. But uh, Saturn effects, let's see, original score, sound effects, and visual right, effects. Right, Saturn Award, it won a bunch. Um, uh, British Academy Film Awards, Young Artist Award, a bunch. So this is, I mean, but this is an iconic movie. Go check it out. You will love it, I promise. I give it a nine, nine and a half, nine point five. you cool. know. Yeah. I mean, but it, it was number six all-time grossing of 982. Uh-huh. So it makes you wonder, well, what the hell... Was also that, yeah, that's, that's interesting. That well, was, you, what was five? Yeah. What was the five that made more? Yeah, right. You know, yeah, was Empire Strikes Back? No, that was eighty, right? No, I, I think that I think the Return of the Jedi was 83. 84, 83. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't Maybe know, Rocky three, which uh, is the best Rocky of them all. <sighs> no, no, sorry, Rocky four is my bad. Oh, what do you mean, Rocky three? Clubber Lane, bro. No, with Thunderlips, Hulk Hogan. Is no, Thunderlips. that's great. Oh, that's God, fine. Dude. That's good. But man, oh my God. If he dies, You're he killing. dies. No, number four is better. Ooh, we're going to fight about this. I mean, the original is the best. The, the original Rocky is the best. Sure. 
Yeah. But you yeah. need that for the, the sequels. But number right. four number is three. my favorite. Number three. I have all those on VHS. Okay, too. fine. Number three. <laughs> no, number four. Mr. T, fool. No, I, I, I pity I, the fool. I you know, know. I understand. Yeah. But, okay, cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right, so you got anything else for this movie? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite scene is when um, the mom, when Joe Beth is staying up, and like nobody's able to sleep; they're all fucked yeah, up, right. you know. And um, she's talking to the the gal, the, the paranormal therapist, you know. <laughs> right. and, yeah. and she she's like, "Go ahead, you can talk to me. I'm a professional." She's like, "Well, you know." And she pulls out a flask. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know, they tr- like, yeah, they're like, well, I mean, why not? <laughs> you know, classic. Like you're under a lot know. of stress, bro. <laughs> this is prescribed, and I've always also, wondered what are they drinking in there? What what <laughs> what do like, you bring to a what do you bring to a haunting? You know, what oh, you know? that you know that lady <laughs> f's with the whiskey. You think you know, it's yeah, whiskey? Oh, yeah. I was thinking maybe amaretto or something. Maybe, like, you know? maybe. I'm, but no, I think that she's seen enough. Just be like, you right. know what? I want to see scotch. Yeah, she's yeah. a scotch yeah, drinker. Could be yeah. <laughs> All right, so there you go. And you also understand that you are now have an assignment to uh, hit us with your. <laughs> this is Stephen's idea, guys. I am. It, it is. I'll Come take on. credit for it. It was right off the fly. I didn't think about it right until I was saying best it. boobies. Okay, best, best boobies. In horror. Boobies and movies. Oh my gosh, I got. <laughs> oh, there's so many. To choose yeah. From. Yeah, but no, I just think this would make it easier for us if our listeners were you know, to we, give us we, their suggestions. We, so we, we could pick from, you know. When we did a video show in the kind of the older days, right? It's been a long, long time since. Well, I mean, we did a, we did it from my old basement. Uh, and uh, I, the old days we had like my basement was unfinished, so we painted like the whole back wall purple. Nice. We had all this stuff. It was cool. I'll show you some of the videos. But anyway, um, uh, we'd have like a top three, and we do that as, as the intro to the video show. And uh, we'd have people vote. Like I'd put out like a, <laughs> I'd put out like a like a thing. People would vote on it. Nice. And, you know. Anyway, so uh, but just call these ones in. and We'll talk about it. Um, call it in at three eight five three five one nine two seven three. Hit us up on corpsecollective.com, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Audible, uh, wherever fine podcasts are found. Uh, we've already got a show planned for next week, and we or next two weeks, but we're excited for that. So call us in. Let's talk some boobies. And uh, I guess that's all we got. So for the Corpse Cast, we'll catch you guys later.